everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast. We're back! Hooray! Uh, for Tuesday, February 25th, 2020, Karen and I took a trip to New Orleans right before Mardi Gras, not during, mm. and it was fantastic right up until the very day that we were going to get onto the plane and come back home, and I got food poisoning and started throwing up, and it did not cease until after I got home. Uh, I think I threw up in every restroom in the New Orleans and Dulles airports and uh, even managed to throw up outside of the New Orleans airport into a plastic bag and go unnoticed. I was going to say. At least, <laughs> I don't know. at least not get stopped before I got on the plane. It didn't, so. make, didn't show up on anybody's radar in New Orleans. This probably didn't show up on anybody's radar in Washington and Dulles either. <laughs> There were people coming towards us toward the end of the event, so yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Go? And, <laughs> wait, so when you were, when they're you... walking up to me, and I just I just dashed through the the plastic bag into a trash bin, and as he walked by, I'm like, hey. <laughs> so while you were on <laughs> the plane, flying, you were throwing up. I actually couldn't throw up on the plane. I I really wanted to because I felt that bad, but for some reason, my body wouldn't. While I was on the plane. And nobody was so, uh, coronavirus shaming you or anything? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Although a couple people, when I was thrown up in the in the restrooms in the uh, airports, they, it's amazing how quickly those stalls get cleared out around you. <laughs> 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 At one point, I actually out loud said, it's food poisoning. I'm not contagious. So, but... In any case, it was a lovely time. Ended up in the hospital with uh, two IV bags and some anti-nausea medicine, and uh, I'm feeling more human now. My guts actually still hurt, so it's still uh, still a thing. But in any case, <laughs> this week on the show, uh, we'll be talking about, apart from my stomach issues, Keith Ablo. Hate that motherfucker. <laughs> where Where is he now? <laughs> in jail, hopefully? Well, uh, we'll get to that. Um, but first, I, I wanted to mention this. We got an email, and I don't know anything about this person. I did a little bit of Googling, but was totally unsuccessful, so I'm sorry if I didn't find you. But we got an email from someone named the Right Reverend Jim Bob from uh, High Pope of the Church of What's Happening Now. <laughs> really? <laughs> that, is from, that is from his email SIG, so... You know, take it for what it's worth. But he emailed us about uh, Mitt Romney, and he says, On why mittens, that's how he refers to Mitt Romney, mm -hmm. uh, would vote against Trump in the impeachment, you should look up the white horse prophecy. It's not exactly scripture, but uh, Joseph Smith supposedly prophesied about uh, the constitution of the country will be hanging by a thread, and a Mormon will come up and save the day. I think we've actually discussed we this story have. before. Mm. Yeah, but it didn't come up when we were talking specifically about why he would vote against Trump. But it, it, mm. it does make a good point that maybe he thinks he is the white horse and, you know, he's got to make a stand. So, Well, if, yeah. if you call yourself super religious and pretend that you are or think, you know, that you actually are, you got to follow the doctrine. So, sure. Yeah. Hmm. So, definitely a possibility. And we didn't throw it in there when we were talking about it. So, I thought I'd mention it. Wait, Thanks is there anything know. in Mormon doctrine about Pierre Delecto? Yeah. <laughs> Pierre Delecto. <laughs> I, I, not that I'm aware of. <laughs> so, another follow up. Uh, There's an article that I that kind of went against what I was saying on the last show. Uh, There's an article in Washington Post Is it really a risk for Democrats to nominate a socialist? And it makes an argument by Paul Waldman that, um, according to, well, it talks about the Gallup poll and how they ba basically 66% said, I'm not going to vote for a socialist. But it's an argument that that's not, probably not really the case. And the fact that that Bernie said that he was a democratic socialist probably isn't going to work against him as strongly as people think. Now, I throw this article out there, but this is this is like the discussion in the 2020 election, right? Mm. Because now he's he's won Nevada. Mm. Right. And everybody's talking about, well, is it possible for him to be Trump? Uh, well, it's the discussion on MSNBC all the time. Right. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> These people cannot accept what's happening. No, they're going crazy. It's always on. I, I'm sure CNN is celebrating another stellar fourth place finish by Amy Klobuchar. <laughs> that's the real story. That Ian, the that's real the real story. story. <laughs> <laughs> not who got the most votes, not who's won every primary so far. It's who finished fourth. That's what we should really be focusing on. Oh, my God. Listen, I saw the other day. And again, 
you know, I don't think CNN's being as bad as MSNBC, but, you know, that's just the talking heads there. Uh, but Jake Tapper did an, a story last week, I think I was going to bring it up on here, about big lie coming out of the Bernie Sanders campaign camp. And I was like, did- oh, shit. Did you see this? No, but I've seen, oh. there's so many stories that seem to mirror that story on CNN when I read it in the mornings. So the big lies were that Bernie Sanders' campaign manager tweeted out that Michael Bloomberg has had also had heart attacks like Bernie Sanders. And then had to recant it and said, oh, I'm sorry, he hasn't had heart attacks, but he's had the same three stent operations that Bernie has had, right? <laughs> and Jake Tapper was looking at the camera with his eye, oh, really now? Just going to recant that lie? And then she tweeted out that Michael Bloomberg has 63 sexual harassment cases against him, to which the Bloomberg camp came out and said, false! He has 63 sexual allegations! <laughs> against him and jake that's tapper so is like better. that's a big mistake to make you know and then right then and then i clicked off the video i was like you got to be fucking kidding me you are wow. digging hard yeah 63 sexual allegations or allegations of sexual impropriety of some sort that's impressive yeah. just goes to show you that um he was entitled to it whatever he was doing <laughs> actually his- I, the, the, see the bigger part of the story to me is like what they're doing to bernie <laughs> like yeah. Bloomberg, oh, yeah, Bloomberg lost fucking cause. If anybody saw the the uh, the debate, the oh debate God. last week, yeah, yeah, and I, we were we were all watching and talking, and I was like, there is just no way to argue against what Bernie is saying, mm. and, and without looking like a shithead, and it's a, a consistency of message. And his message is so consistent for so many years. I mean, it's been what forty, fifty years of the same message. But He's regardless, when you like. Hey, I want to give you free health care and make sure you get a living wage. And the other guys are like, I don't want that. Like, <laughs> I don't want to do that for you. Right. <laughs> I want you to pull yourself up by your bootstraps, even though you're underprivileged and yeah. undereducated. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. And the way that these uh, these uh, primaries are going, right? I think we can vote for a socialist, even though he's not really a socialist. <laughs> right. He's not really a socialist. No. However, just to remind everyone... Do you have a social security card? Then you are literally a card-carrying socialist. Mm. We have socialist programs. They work. They're the things that almost everybody loves about what our government does. Get over the word socialism. I'm just tired of it. It's amazing. And that's their only attack against Bernie. Mm. Well, that's not their only. That's their only not made-up attack. Not 100% made up. Like the whole Bernie bro thing that's going on where they're attacking him for things that are happening online because people are trolling other other candidates and they're they're blaming him because these people are calling themselves Bernie Bros. They're not part of his campaign. You can't blame him for random internet troll. Mm. Also, the whole Bernie Bro narrative is just it's just not true. It is mm. a fucking made up thing. Yep. Right. Like, yes, there are people on the internet who are mean to people. There are internet people who are mean to people on YouTube videos. <laughs> All right. From what I understand, and I could be wrong about this stat, like Twitter, active Twitter users, makes up 11% of the population. Wow. So, so it's a s- small so, social window. Right. So, so whenever you hear Ian's favorite word <laughs> to put together, internet outrage. <laughs> right. Or anything. Or that, if you want to talk about that specifically, if I hear about, oh, someone said something and it launched a firestorm on Twitter. Shut up. <laughs> no one cares. Firestorm on Twitter means exactly what Jared said. Less than 10% of the population saw it, and 6% reacted. Good for you. <laughs> so, yes. Are there mean people on either side? I'm sure. People say shit all the time. It's it's the internet. Shit like that happens. There are mean people everywhere. Absolutely. In line Sometimes it's even me. <laughs> I am not sanctioned by any political party. Sometimes I just get fed up with stuff. <laughs> like, I thought... <laughs> I, I don't know. I thought maybe... Uh, when, when again, it might have been mentioned on the show or it might have been mentioned off the air, and I apologize if it was, but there was some shock amongst our group about the level of uh, response to Kobe Bryant dying. Yes, that was it's me. It's still going on. Uh, oh, yeah. Yes, it is still it in is. full swing. My goodness. That is a lot of grieving. I, uh, I w- looked, I turned on, it was yesterday, right? <laughs> yes. Was yesterday his funeral or memorial or something? I, yes, could have been. So I, I, was I like, see it in the news every day. It's mm. unbelievable. I saw Jimmy Fallon almost choke up on the air talk. And I'm like, 
did I just completely mischaracterize this guy or <laughs> not know what was going? Because, again, I have to say, I thought Kobe Bryant was like a dick. Yes. Okay, that that was my feeling for years. Oh, Kobe, he's, yeah, he's like a dick. Yeah. Good basketball player, bit of a dick. Mm. Are you sure he was a rapist? <laughs> nah. Oh, man, you know what I can't stand about these fucking stories about him, too? Is that he gets some kind of special fucking medal because he spent time with his daughter. <laughs> like a father's supposed to. They're like, and when Kobe got off the court, was retired, you know what he did? He played basketball with his daughter. <laughs> dad daughter. Hashtag dad da- Hashtag to be a fucking dad, asshole. <laughs> Unfucking believable. Not to jump on the bandwagon, but so he went and did the thing that he loves with his family members. Hmm. Okay. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Not really sure that deserves a medal, but, you know, good well, job. Would he, get, right. would he get as big a medal if he did it with his son, but because it's his daughter, it's laudable? Is that part uh, it's of it? Apparently, it's a whole movement, Karen. Dads <laughs> ah. are coming out of the woodwork talking about how they spend time with their kid. Mm. Who's a girl? Okay. <laughs> there you go. Something good he, he has done for society. Yeah, yeah like, apparently he has four daughters. Well, three. Well, he's dead, but. Huh. <laughs> right. Um, Oh. And everyone's like, yeah, Kobe, was he was perfectly fine having four daughters. Wait a second. What? He spent all of his attention on one of them, though? Well, one of them was old enough to play basketball, I guess. I don't know. Ah. Ah, in any case, I don't I, I don't care whether or not we, we crap on somebody after they're dead. I think that that whole superstition is, is outlived, that you can't say anything bad about somebody. I don't know anything about the guy, so I'm totally neutral. I don't. Right. I'm tired I'm just, of hearing about it because I just didn't care. The the level of response to this right. tragedy. I exactly. I can't like important important incredibly important things. People have super moved on long ago. Mm. This has been dragging out for seemingly forever. I guess it's yeah. more shocking to me, Rick, because I've never heard like again, I and I'm in the same boat as you. I don't really know that much about Kobe except that I heard that he was a dick and supposedly he had raped somebody and he was good at basketball. But maybe, you know, we I think we established he donated money and did some good things or something mm, along sure. the line. I but I never heard him uttered in the sentence with like person to look up to for kids or anything like that, like a LeBron James or any other sports figure, you know. Well now he's being put there. Well yeah. It's just odd. I mean p- grown men crying on TV. Mm. I mean it, I think part of it is is that it, it was shocking that, you know, I mean a helicopter crash. That it's a shocking thing to happen. He was not not an old guy and his daughter died with sure. him. That's shocking. Yeah. So I think people take that. Puts him right up there with Stevie Ray Vaughan. Sure. Uh, but people uh, take that shock and turn it into this weird public grief that I don't understand. Right. I guess I'm, I'm having trouble understanding, uh, again, the longevity mm-hmm. of this weird public grief. Like, this has outlasted, you know, any of the dozens and dozens of, you know, mass killings that people have had to endure. Like, you know, 50 people gunned down in a mm-hmm. nightclub in Florida. That was in the news. For, uh, were those people good at basketball? They, they might have been. I didn't uh, meet okay. any of them. They were All not right. celebrities, so it doesn't matter. That's true. Yeah. They didn't play for the Lakers, right? That's true. Probably played for like not the Clippers. Not to the best of my knowledge. Clippers. <laughs> oh, those bums. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about them. <laughs> I, I think it, it is something, though, that follows a lot of celebrities. So, I mean, there's been a lot of celebrities killed. I mean, you mentioned Stevie Ray Vaughan, and it's still, you know, people still, you know, harken back to, you know, what could have been with Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, I just meant it was because of a helicopter crash. Oh, sure. But it, it's the same. I mean, I don't remember when it happened. I was not a big blues fan back at, nope. the, at the time. I, I really like his music now. I think it's awesome. And it's a shame, but it's, I don't know. Celebrities get a weird pass in, the, in our society. Hey, look, and, when Michael Jackson died, there were plenty of people sitting out yeah. there lamenting his death and talking about what a great guy he was. And still do. Not, I'm not saying hmm. that, that Kobe is in that same camp, but like, it, damn. So, Celebrity, yeah. in that people same camp. love people love to mourn, mm. and they want to be seen mourning. Look at me, I'm sad about Kobe. Mm. He was so good to everybody. So bringing it back to religious conversation, yeah. Jeff posted a thing from Vanessa Bryant, his wife, who said God knew that they they couldn't be on this earth without each other. He had to bring them home and have them together. So and then asked for him to take care. Of their daughter, Gigi. Wow. So. Which, I guess you got to tell yourself what yeah, you, yeah, have whatever you, you have to do to get, to get through the day. That's fine. <laughs> so God personally came down and told Vanessa that she was unworthy of her daughter. <laughs> mm. And all those other people that were on the helicopter just, you know, 
collateral damage. I actually heard she she just filed a wrongful death suit against that helicopter company. Uh, oh, I mean, if by the way, I did not realize how much money Kobe had. He was loaded. Sure, oh, yeah. Okay. He made some wise investments. <laughs> not only that, apparently he had like a lot of shit going on over in Japan. Yes, and shit. He had a reality show over there, and he was big in Japan. Yeah, yeah. literally. He yeah he <laughs> had a, he he had bought a a small or actually you know a significant stake for a small amount of money in a beverage called Body Armor, and then that beverage got bought out by Coke, mm. and all of a sudden he had a you know Large hundred pile. million dollar investment. <laughs> he, he had fifty cent money after that, huh? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Poor fifty. <laughs> Who knew, who knew vitamin water would go so far? <laughs> We've been on this quite a bit. I'm going to move on. Mm. Do it. Just because we got so much stuff after being off a week. Uh, I did want to mention as another follow-up, the Bible that secretes oil in Dalton, Georgia, it, it no longer secretes oil. So I guess ah. the miracle is over. Strangely enough, it stopped a couple weeks after the Times Free Press wrote an article about it that they had done an investigation and that the... The owner of the Bible, Pierce, was uh, had bought large amounts of mineral oil from a tractor supply company in the city of Dalton. Huh. What a weird coincidence. Uh, they came out and said, nope, that had nothing to do with what is coming out of the Bible. It completely is. It's coming straight from the Bible. And then when asked why the Bible doesn't secrete it when they go on their traveling roadshow with the Bible, he's like, nope, it only secretes the oil when we're in Dalton. When I happen to be near my supply of mineral oil. <laughs> Again. Which was, by the way, which was tested. The oil in the that, that was on the Bible was compared to the oil sold by the tractor supply company, and it was the same stuff. Dumb <laughs> fucking criminals. Again. Huh? Right. Drive a hundred miles and buy your mineral oil. <laughs> so you're not connected to it. I mean, how, many, how often do you need to buy the mineral oil? Just go once and buy a whole bunch. You'll be fine. Get an so off brand. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so weird. So were they like people coming around to this dude's house and he was dipping a Bible in fucking oil and just like, here you go, it's dripping oil. Why you want your head? Five dollars yep. to anoint yourself with it. <laughs> I don't know what they were charging, but that's that's the general idea. Oh my Absolutely. God, was he charging? Well, I believe so. You have to tithe at his church. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think it was like a set amount, but give a donation to the church. Sure. Mm. Again, I say- these motherfuckers are all lying. They do not believe in God. No mm. way do you believe in God and do this scam. No. Yeah, I doubt it. I, I can't. These, This in particular, I can't even imagine. That was a, such a scam. You know that they're using their religion as a scam. Yeah, I mean, you're willing wasn't, to. Wasn't the Bible that said a fool and his money are soon parted? <laughs> <laughs> the Bible says a whole bunch of things that good Christians don't follow. Especially the uh, the people who think that money will let you get into heaven. There's yeah. that famous verse that the Quakers love. As you sooner pass through the eye of a needle, a camel would sooner pass through the eye of a needle than a rich man enter heaven. I mean, how do you how do you square that mm. in any case? Big, but Ray, big needle. five dollars yeah. a pop on this fucking anointing <laughs> oil thing, man. It's worth eternal damnation. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Harvey Weinstein. Why not yeah. put him here? <laughs> Sure. So he was found guilty of rape and sexual assault, but not predatory sexual assault. Right. And not and rape in the third degree. He was found innocent of rape in the first degree. Okay. Mm. Well, he was acquitted. Right, well, he, he was just not found guilty of those. Yeah. yeah right. he, he was charged with five different things, and the two that you had mentioned first are what he was found guilty of. Right. I would rather have been him found guilty on all of them, but all it's fine. Yes. He was- his bail was re was revoked, and he was remanded to custody. So that that was that was a good thing. Yeah, but then he faked a heart attack, so he would be released. Well, he was in the hospital at least. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He going to Bellevue eventually. He can't stay in that or Rikers. I'm sorry, he can't stay in Bellevue forever. You're right. I mean, he'll he'll appeal and be out on bail again. It's you know. ah, but then he's got to go to California and deal with that case. Yeah, true. Yeah, there's still a bunch more pending now. Yeah, the, yeah the, the last three months of his life, the rest of his life looks like that. So I think so. I th no, well, I mean, he's going to end up. He's going to end up in the cell next to Bill Cosby mm, at some point. Yeah, unless he kills himself first. Eh, I don't. I don't yeah, think he's he's ego. good behavior. He's out in five to six years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's got to burn through all his appeals first. That's going to take a couple years. Right. Yeah, but doesn't he have to sit in jail that whole time? He should, unless he can somehow get out on bond, which, that, like you well, said, was revoked currently. So It's revoked well, currently, I mean, but if he has a good you're case. Convic you're convicted. 
Yeah, but they, you, they if, you appeal, they, if you appeal, you, you, you can get out. I think with an appeal, you have to sit in jail. Mm. This is different than waiting your... Tr- your uh, true, very true. Mm. I don't know, though. Rich people, it, it all works different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, know, you know what? You're right. There's a whole separate... <laughs> it, it is a two-tier justice system, so we will yeah. see. All right, let's move on to coronavirus. There's several articles here, but I think we can just do it as one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, according to the COVID-19 global dashboard, 80,593 cases, 2,708 deaths. Hey, that's a that's a lot of people who have died. If you do the math real quick, that is over 3% of the people who have been diagnosed with the, with the uh, virus have died. Mm. Now, more people is, have it than have been diagnosed, so that number is probably a little high, but still, it's alarmingly high even yeah. with that and taken into consideration. And one thing I definitely wanted to mention was uh, over in Italy, when it hit Italy, it bloomed. Uh, it hit 150 cases very quickly, four people dying from the illness the first weekend. Like, it was, it, it hit big time, and they, they shut everything down. Like, mm. Italy shut down movies and museums they shut down a whole bunch of public places they shut down venice it it wouldn't spread venice is quarantined yeah so completely yeah i'm not worried donald trump's on the case (laughs) speaking of which a nebraska pastor named hank kuhneman said uh, he's at one voice ministries he says that uh, the u.s will be protected so you guys don't need to worry the u.s is protected because donald trump and his anti-abortion record, God's going to keep us from for the, the U.S. from having the virus. So what? What anti-abortion record? Yeah. What is he talking about? Judges. So, talking about judges. Oh, the judges. Like I say, or I mean, he's got an abortion record. Oh. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. <laughs> It's a long quote, but he said, because of the administration that stands in in this land who honors me, I think he's talking as God at this point, uh, who honors the covenant of your forefathers and the Constitution because they have aligned themselves with Israel and because they have sided on the right side of life, life in the womb, I give life to this nation and I give mercy. Do not fear the virus, says the Spirit of God. Well, I I don't think that's a... I feel like that's a quote he just made up. Mm, it yeah. seems very no. That up was to date. That, sorry. That that was me quoting him. So mm. yeah. No. I uh, okay. Interesting. And now I have my first official person that I wish coronavirus on <laughs> him. I hope he gets it. Pray to God that he gives you a cure. It's funny. Uh, there were four deaths in. Well, it's not funny, but in Iran there were four deaths before they had any confirmed cases. Weird. <laughs> so. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, that's just, you know, I'm not worried. I don't think it's going to be doomed, but yeah, there, any chance of containment is long since passed. Yeah. yeah. It will, it will spread to, do you think it'll spread to a majority of the population? In the United States? Yeah. In a w- worldwide, do you think more than 50% of the human beings will contract the coronavirus? No. Mm. Probably on, not, but. It's so contagious. I th- I think they will, but not all at once. It's going to be over the next Two years. Okay. I I would extend that time period, and then I'll agree with you. Mm. I mean, Over the next 10 years? There was the first case was uh, in South America. There was one in Africa now, two in Africa. If you include G- Egypt, there's a couple more. So, it, yeah, no, it, it's 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 starting to spread. I think so. I think it'll start warming up, and I think people will start getting a little more social. Mm-hmm. No, don't you? Didn't you hear what Trump said? Just when it warms <laughs> up, the flu just goes away. So... <laughs> We just got to get through March, baby. (laughs) One thing about the Trump administration, though, they're not prepared for this. They fired (laughs) this or anything. Well, anything. The fact that anything, but this in particular, this in particular, yeah, they fired all of the people that worked for the contagious, the the pandemic response team, whatever it was called. They fired them all. (laughs) There's nobody there to do anything about this. Yeah, there was a group that was put together because of the Ebola Mm -hmm. outbreak. Uh And uh, yeah, but that group has since been disbanded. Why? Nice because Obama put it together. Duh. Right. Oh, I wasn't sure if they were blocking some kind of thing that he could make money off of. <laughs> <laughs> and again, speaking of money, making money off of this, Jim Baker, mm-hmm. uh, he has a cure for the coronavirus or the COVID nineteen, as it's now being named. It's his silver solution. It's the same solution that he recommends for everything. Um, it's liquid with silver in it. 
speaking is he's on he's on seven hundred club? Is that what you said? No, that is Pat Robertson. Pat Robertson. Right. Okay. Yeah, Jim Baker is uh I don't know what his thing is. Pioneer Christian television, but I don't I don't know what his show is called. I was watching um this kind of ties into what we're talking about a little bit. Seth Myers and his little, you know, uh the closer look thing mm. mm-hmm. and it was a whole thing about about donald trump and my favorite deep dive every couple months phil robertson from duck dynasty right uh freaking out about uh socialism right and phil robinson was on fox news talking to neil cavuto i don't know if you know who he is mm-hmm. but he's a he's a staple over there and he's ran and raving about fucking socialism of course and then he's like you know this kamala harris Wants to give out Medicare for all. And he's like, I got free health care. And Neil's like, you do? Right? He's like, yeah, from God. Right? (laughs) Everybody dies, Neil. And when you die, then you get a mortal life. Right? So I don't need to worry about health care. Nobody needs to have health care. And doctors (gasps) die too. And then Neil literally goes, yeah, but there's people here on Earth who (laughs) who are sick and need help. Right? And this (laughs) – and. Phil's just like, not me, baby. And then, of course, <laughs> cut back to Seth Myers. He's like, yeah, that guy's worth $15 million. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, is it because he's a multimillionaire and the beard is just a costume? Yeah. <laughs> I got free health care. I think stuff. we just need to, he need to carry a card, like the do not resuscitate type of thing, where if he gets sent to an ER, he, they see the card and they go, well, you've got God. I guess we just drop you off at the curb and <laughs> good luck. Start praying. Uh, yeah. Has he... Uh, I guess Fox News is how he's still trying to stay relevant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If... There can't be people who still think Duck Dynasty is a real thing, right? Oh, he Absolutely. is... He... No, not not Duck Dynasty. Him. No, but... He is... Um, ta- yeah, he's taken over, like, joining conservative... Uh, uh, what is that fucking website? I don't know. There's some conservative fucking website. He's got a show on there that he does, like an online show. I guess. 700 Club drags him, out, drags him out <laughs> all the time. Because he's their he, famous Joe the Plumber. No, yeah, no, 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 just, no. What you, what you guys don't get is that he is, first of all, he's he's a Trump MAGA-loving dream, yeah. right? Good, sure. old, good old boy who pulled him up by his bootstraps, pulled himself up by his bootstraps, loves God, hates Democrats, hates social, hates everything that they hate. And they look at him like a wise old master. And they they trot his ass out, and I mean, this guy before even Duck Dynasty was running around doing sermons and shit like that, bringing out duck calls <laughs> and talking know. to people. It's his whole fucking family's involved in it. It's insane. Oh, yeah, I know. I mean, I, that's a that's a lot of money. It's hard to pass up. I just you know to to not know that they're you know a multi million dollar family that was all clean shaven Rolexes and sweater vests until A and E came to them or Discovery or whoever is pimping their show and said hey if you put on some camo and grow beards we've got a great well got a great that's sketch comedy show for you that's not actually how it happened but the the beards and the camo shit it is all a ruse this they were selling the duck calls and the deer shit and stuff like that and then the the sun started making online videos to pimp their shit and you know they couldn't do it in their fucking polo shirts and golf (laughs) fucking pants and shit like that so they started growing out that shit and that's how that all started. And then because those videos were taken off and people love them because they act like whack jobs on there. Uh, Thank you, Jeff. A- it's it's on Blaze TV and it's called In the Woods with Phil. Right. right. Blaze TV. Yep. <laughs> huh. I tell you, every couple of months I take a deep dive on Phil Robinson, man. <laughs> guy's the worst. <laughs> and by the way, Jeff also did uh, point out that the uh, the show that Jim Baker is on is the Jim Baker show. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the aptly forenamed. <laughs> So next next item, Mad Mike Hughes. This is a guy who was building his own rocket so that he could fly into space personally and prove that the Earth was flat. He launched himself up into the sky. We're not really sure how far he got. His goal was 5,000 feet. There's a video. There's a video. <laughs> yeah. But he, oh, uh, his this. goal was 5,000 feet <laughs> in this case. This was not his prove the world was flat because he knew it wasn't far enough. However, yeah, his, his rocket didn't deploy as planned, and uh, he has now crashed and been killed in his latest attempt in his steam rocket. Yes, and so, you, can, you can see it live. His um, parachute deployed on the way up instead of on the way down, so it went poorly. Oh, yeah. Well... A 
Um, it's a short video. You, yeah, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> sad to hear that. <laughs> yeah. It's just Darwin in action, you know. Yeah, that's that's that much more food and air that I get a slice of. Yeah, I mean, I guess it will if not you're, be missed. If you're willing to believe that the Earth is flat, why would you not think you could build your own rocket as well? For sure. I mean, it seems to go hand in hand. I got. I love what Jeff said. Oh, hey, it's Ralph. Poof. So, <laughs> was his plan to go up there and take the first real pictures of the Earth for us to see? Yeah. And did man, I need to. Di- I need to take a deep dive on this one. I want to know what kind of like. <laughs> Oxygen system he had in there, like, wow. You know what? This is a good plan, though. They should take all the flat earthers and put them into spaceships and shoot them up there to get a look and then leave them there. (laughs) Just let the ship come down. He was a famous Guinness World Record for the longest limousine jump. (laughs) Oh, this is all making sense now. (laughs) 31 meters, 103 feet in a Lincoln Town Car stretch limo. Wow. Doesn't the curvature of the Earth somehow factor into that as well? <laughs> well, if you're in an airplane and you see the the curvature of the Earth, that's just because of the 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 windows make it look like that. If you weren't looking through those windows, then it wouldn't be curved. Oh, I thought it was like something something firmament. <laughs> <laughs> listen, they have an excuse listen, for everything. I don't want to disprove your theory, Karen, but <laughs> I saw a video of a guy who went up in a plane and brought a level with him. Mm. Never moved. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got me. <laughs> Never moved once. Uh, all right. <laughs> I feel a little bit better about talking you know, negatively about Kobe now that, that we've talked much more negatively about this guy. Okay. I have a feeling Jeff is about to link the video. <laughs> Just to- <laughs> oh, it's, it's in there. <laughs> all right. Uh, moving on to some Trump stuff. I'm not going to get into all of it. But uh, how does it it's feel so to, mm-hmm. to live in a bad. dictatorship? It's bad. It's scary. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. There's yeah. A- when he came out today, and oh, I don't know see if it's already on here, and demanded that the Supreme Court justices that disagree with him have to recuse themselves from all things that he puts to the Supreme Court. Right. right. Yeah. When it, when it has anything to do with his agenda. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. the fact they should have to recuse themselves because the, what? One of the wives of um, pick, pick your favorite conservative justice. Um, is uh, freaking Clarence Thomas. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Ginny Thomas is um, helping him clean out his cabinet of all of the people that are not on the Trump train. This is that the are... thing that scared the shit out of me the most. Yeah. Is that, yeah. that she's mm-hmm. his head of DNI comes to him mm-hmm. and says, Russians are fucking around in the election. <laughs> right. And Adam Schiff is in the meeting. Guy walks out of the meeting and Trump fires him. Yep. Right. And then installs like, I don't know, like a YouTube guy. <laughs> <laughs> in charge of DNI. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, do you think, like, in the Senate, like, at some point, like, when the cameras are off and they're all walking out, like, Chuck Schumer walks up to, like, Mitch McConnell and be like, man, I hope you know what you're doing. Like, yeah. I, I hope you, like, like, whatever you're getting to sell out this fucking country is worth it. Because mm-hmm. this is crazy. We're in fucking crazy. I mean, we've always been, but damn. Yeah. Yeah. Hope, hope yeah. that, uh, the millions of dollars in your pocket are worth it. Yeah. I mean, the more I mean, the more I keep hearing this shit, the more I'm like, oh my god, Bernie Sanders could win by 10 million votes, and it's something's gonna happen. I don't know what's gonna happen, but uh, I'm gonna post a couple links to the Reddit Keep Track site. Uh, there's a there's a couple posts called Lost in the Sauce that uh, give you details on what's been going on for the last couple of weeks. There's so much; it's hard to summarize. But there is a 17 point. Uh, main course that talks about things that he has done that are banana republic kind of things since uh, the impeachment was you know closed out. Um, the other thing that I wanted to mention there was uh, I don't have the author in front of me, but there was a article that I saw about what happens if Trump does lose the election. So mm-hmm. say Bernie or whoever gets the election and wins by a lot. First, Trump won't leave. Uh, he won't be forcibly removed either. He's, he's never going to admit that he is lost. He's not going to show up and do a handshake at the inauguration. That's not what he does. Wh- what, the, what the theory was is that he would say that the election was sabotaged, possibly by the Ukraine. He didn't really lose. He will announce an immediate investigation to get to the bottom of it. A.G. Barr will appoint a special counsel. It'll be complete nonsense, but what does that matter? Right. 
He could then adjourn Congress, which is something that I wasn't aware of until I read this article. You can de- the president can declare an emergency and say that the situation demands that he adjourns Congress. The House would be against it, but Mitch would completely agree. Mm-hmm. So a dispute between the chambers would allow the president to simply use Article 2, Section 3 to adjourn Congress until such time as he sees fit. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Again, because I learn something new every week about our government. The president can just go, go home. fuck it, go home. If there is a drastic argument between the two sections of Congress, between the House and the Senate, that is something that can happen. It's in Article 2, Section 3. I looked it up. It's under the – it's in the same place as the impeachment stuff. Mm. And he can adjourn Congress, which means Congress cannot actually do anything. They can't get together and do anything, which would ev- uh, completely prevent an inauguration because Congress has to act for an inauguration to happen. So then in the, the article continues that Mitch would say that we need to let the process work. Uh, the House could sue, but that would go directly to the Supreme Court, mm. which we've already discussed is pretty much in Trump's pocket at this point. Uh, they would say that Congress would be the only place that would have a standing if both the House and the Senate were to pass a resolution. And of course, now they can't because they've been adjourned. So it would put us into a tailspin where Trump stays in office until, quote unquote, something is resolved. Okay, but who's going to listen to him at this point? I mean, like anybody who's who would have to enforce this laws and stuff like that to stop people from fucking storming the White House and forcibly removing him. Are they're going to go along with this too. Thirty percent. That's of the it, though. I mean, it, it, at this point, at the point where that were to happen, that's what we would be looking at. Like legally, it would bind up the Congress, the Supreme Court, and the executive branch under his control, and it would take like a military coup. It would take the generals the Joint Chiefs of Staff or something, to, to do something. The only thing that gives me a little bit of pause about that is that Moscow Mitch would have to give up sweet, juicy power in order for that to happen. And he does still get, do, they, do they still get paid? No, he wants power. He wants to sit in that in the big chair over in the Senate. Oh, so he you're saying so at, at, the, at the end of this, Congress never gets reformed? <laughs> or if it, it, well, uh, oh, no, I, I think she's saying that he won't go along with it. Right. He won't, he won't forego his power at the top of the power structure, at the top of the power pyramid, to give it all to Donald Trump. That's that's the complete antithesis of what he's been working towards. Right. He's been trying to keep Trump in curbed, and right. he's not going to give keep, up that power. But to keep Trump in office, why not go, okay, yeah, we're adjourned, and then when he comes back, it's like, oh, look, it's an all-Republican Senate now, because we can do whatever we want, apparently. Oh, I don't know, maybe. I guess, I, I feel like uh, you have to at least, you know, build the Death Star before you can effectively dissolve the Galactic Senate. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you, you would be hard-pressed to, to convince Mitch that he needs to agree with the president that his power needs to be taken away for the good of the Republic. Yeah, but the Senate still exists. Yeah, but they're not sitting. And they have no power. They're not doing also, anything right would, now. Also, well, why right. would Trump ever allow them to come back right. once he has that power? Right. And Mitch knows so, that. So, right. But you're probably more right. But I don't know. Jared's probably not wrong. What's to stop Jared and his freedom fighters from saving us? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm saying that you're right. Like, I'm saying that, you know, when it, if it were to come to something, you know, alarming and extreme like this, Toomey's got to come out of his office sometime to get some bread and some milk. <laughs> probably not going to make it back. And that has to happen with every senator that is aligned in the wrong direction. Mm. Yeah. I think we're going to discover things about our government that we didn't know. And we, well, we already have <laughs> we, we do every day. Okay. It's only going to get worse. Yeah. yeah, like, I don't... Who the fuck made up these rules? I know I say this every week, but this is crazy. Yeah. What well, this motherfucker can do. Most of it is, is designed with the idea that, that you know, the, 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 the three branches are balanced and that they'll control each other. And all the power is going to the executive branch right now. We're out of balance. But I can't figure out who... <laughs> who said... The the president should pick the attorney general. Right. The president should nominate mm. well, judges. Like, what the fuck is that? Well, the, I think it's Senate things that they wanted streamlined it. because things that yeah. go to the Senate just get weighted down. 
So mm. I, I, I think it was more a matter of, look, we're going to streamline some of this stuff, and some of it we want to be weighted down and take a while. Right. But think- again, for people who are trying to leave you know, an, an oppressive king of a, 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 a one person making decisions, put one person to make a lot of fucking decisions. Yeah. Well, remember yeah. that it, our previous pres- – up until our previous president, you needed two-thirds of um, the Senate to agree – for a judgeship. So most of the candidates that were put forward were fairly moderate. They were acceptable by both parties. But um, when the Democrats actually, and I blame the Democrats for this, went the nuclear option and said that, no, you only need a simple majority, the Republicans took it further and said, okay, any judge, all we need is a simple majority. And that's what fucked it all up. That's the problem is that we're not compromising anymore. It used to be that you would find candidates that were acceptable to both sides. And that's completely gone. Like Merrick Garland. McMerrick Garland, he was acceptable to both sides. And Mitch said, nope, I see the future and the future is red. No, I get that. But I mean, I'm more in the camp of like the appointing people, firing people, being like, head of the DNI, shit can them. Right. Oh, like it drives me nuts sometimes that that fucking moron is making Mm -hmm. decisions that affects my fucking life. Yeah. That's the thing, though. And it's out of my hands. Right. What What can I fucking do? Yeah, rally in your in, in you know in your local town. Vote, shout, do a podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm just... go vote in a rigged, unwinnable election, Jared. That'll show. Yeah, up. I know. <laughs> it all isn't lost yet. I mean, we'll see what happens in November. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's really going to be the key. It's going to be a test of this country. It's going to be a test of the tolerance of what we will accept. But we talked about this before that people don't pay attention. They don't care. Right. It doesn't affect it's them. It's unlimited. They get in front of their big TV and they watch reality TV. They've got their, you know, their games and it doesn't really impact them on a day-to-day basis. And it's been a slow burn, not a big change in their lives. And that's the thing I keep hearing from a lot of newscasters now is like, hey, you know, democracies are a real fragile thing. Mm. <laughs> Turns you know, out. Uh, yeah, they're, they usually don't work. And, um, you know, things will probably change. Get used to it. <laughs> yep. Now, I did say earlier that Mitch McConnell and, and the, the Senate was doing nothing. They are doing something. Um, mm. McConnell on <laughs> <Something> Thursday. <bad. laughs> yeah. Uh, they, he set up two votes on anti-abortion bills for later in the month. One is the Born Alive Abortion Survivors Protection Act. Oh, good Lord. Which is just completely nonsense. Babies aren't born alive during an abortion. And the other is a 20-week ban on abortion. Now, these have had a couple Democrats support them in the past, the 20-week abortion ban, including our own Bob Casey here from Pennsylvania, but uh, and Joe Manchin from West Virginia. What a shock. Hmm. Yeah. But Murkowski and Collins uh, both opposed the bill earlier in the year, when it, or not in the year, but earlier in uh, 2018. So, yeah. Are are we hanging on a thread by them again? Yeah. That's pretty much what it sounds like. Well, it won't pass the House at the moment. It it won't, but uh, that's what he is taking as being important. Like, all the things that he shot down and not allowed to vote for, these are the things that he's specifically putting on their schedule. Yeah, I heard there are tons of bills sitting there uh, having to deal with uh, election protection. Yep. And Mitch is like, nah, I'm not getting to those. Nope, gonna park them all. Again, one person yeah. making this fucking decision. I, you know what? I'm not even sure. Is there a perfect type of government? No, I think ours was an attempt at forming a a better government, a more perfect government. I think the, I don't know, uh, Canadian one seems to be a little bit better, based on the English one, minus the, you know, royalty, parliamentary system. But I, I don't know. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm not all that the main knowing difference. on the parliamentary system, and yeah. uh, it seems crazy when the Brits do it. So I <laughs> the main difference. I love you it know when what? They do yeah. it. Maybe my problem with trying to figure this out is is that I don't know if there's any country that's as fucking divided as this one. Mm. India, like, India's getting there. <laughs> well, after what I just saw the other day on, yeah. on uh, Modi uh, is John Holland, Yeah, uh. but. Uh, like I get, it, maybe it just seems like in other countries, barring the ones that have dictators and shit like that, like everybody's mm. kind of on the same page. You know, yeah. there's probably varying degrees of what they want, but in this country, it's like A or fucking B, and there's a fucking million mile distance between A and B. Mm. Well, that is a true story. Country's too big. 
Yeah, and yeah, I just like I there's no that. way to make everybody happy in this fucking country. I think They're that's happy. also true in England and Germany and Italy. You see you see a whole bunch of different, you know, far right groups that are really way too powerful at the moment. I'm not sure that it's just oh, confined sure. to the, the No, I no, I, again, but I I feel like due to the excessive size and the excessive, you know, populace. Mm. But yeah, I mean it is I I feel like even in countries like England, they seem to have, you know, again, lots of degrees in between, you mm. know, far right and, mm. you know, some of those countries even have a left. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, are there and people I, in England trying to actively get rid of their their medical system that they have in place? Not that I'm aware of. Not even the far right. I don't think because so. Because there's people mm. in our country who think that that's going to destroy us. <laughs> destroy this country, the foundation of what it was built on. Did Medicare you- for all was going to do us in. It's such a weird stance, and I don't quite understand it. I mean, it, it you know, it's it's all from the the insurance companies. I'm sure that's where the, the talking points come from. But yeah. I, I don't understand and the, the argument. pharmaceutical companies. Sure. Well, yeah, because then the government would have way more uh, say uh, <laughs> say and and mm. uh, purchase power. Again, yeah. everything I repeat just comes from John Oliver. <laughs> 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 I think I, I looked this up, and I was like, nope. Everybody saw that on Sunday. Then I will find out. <laughs> and but and that's the thing is like I it, what I can't figure out with these people who do support Trump like I get it if your thing is abortion if your thing is gun control sure you you hate fucking brown people but you're gonna tell me oh uh, also now that for, now they'll they're even on board with climate change that that's bullshit too because Trump says it's bullshit so it huh. must be bullshit but when they say hey everybody should have free medical care it'd be great every everybody is great nope well, everybody should get medical care included with the the what they pay in taxes. Your p- taxes pay for your medical care. That's all it is, I, and that's well, somehow wait, what unacceptable. Are you <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Wait a minute. I thought you said like the amount that you put in taxes is how much no, no, medical no, 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 care no. you get. I no. was like, wait a minute, Karen. <laughs> your taxes pay for your medical care. That's that's the deal with you know M- Medicare for all. Uh, yeah, just yeah. how your taxes pay for your fire department. Right. And if if you get into a car accident and you need to go to the hospital for months at a time, you don't have to you know close your business your little business that you own and foreclose on your house to pay for it and have to fire all your employees in your little business i can't remember who i was listening to as a podcast or probably john oliver or seth myers were because pete has his uh medicare for all who want it mm-hmm. and he, he enlightened that to a kid uh like uh yeah firefighters for those who want it (laughs) 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 why would anybody fight this Uh, i mean other than you know drug companies and you know i hear the argument every once in a while well emergency rooms for the people that you know are indigent the emergency room will take care of you the emergency room will not give you cancer treatments that's not how this works (laughs) they also charge you (laughs) just because you you blow them off and you go bankrupt it doesn't mean that you know we're not eating the bill already I call that Jared style. <laughs> Go to the hospital and be like, yeah, thanks for that bill. In the garbage. Come after me. <laughs> My credit's already in the shitter. <laughs> oh. Something else I wanted to talk about, uh, well, at least briefly, that the Trump administration is doing. They uh, pulled some money from a couple different groups. They are nonprofits that... Uh, groups that are going against their anti-human trafficking groups, mm. um, they changed where some of their money was going, and they are now headed, the money is now headed toward a South Carolina-based Lincoln Tubman Foundation and a Nevada-based Hookers for Jesus. What? Hey, ho- hookers need Jesus, too. <laughs> <laughs> this is a This is a house for... People who used to be prostitutes who are now living in this house. There is a tremendous religious documentation and they bring you into the religion wholeheartedly uh, to to reform your life and get you out of walking the streets in Nevada. This is where the anti-human trafficking grant program is now sending their money to a 100% religious service. Of course they are. Called Hookers for Jesus. I just love the name, really. But <laughs> That's such a weird story. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Remember I, I had spoken to you guys earlier about the McMillions mm. uh, documentary? Uh, and this is a little bit of a spoiler, but not really. One of the guys involved in the crime decided to take his money and start a, not, not I wouldn't say a strip club, but a uh, like a bikini bar 
where girls would dance in bikinis. You can go in there and get a drink and they have, would have live concerts and they had a volleyball a volleyball net in the back, you know, one of those types of places. But right. no topless girls, no bottomless girls. And the town kept fighting them on this and shutting them down. And then he would find a loophole and get back out. And then they would find a loophole and this is going on and on. And he just would not give up. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they found some rule saying that you can't have dancing girls within a thousand feet of a school or some bullshit like that. So somehow to get around this, and they didn't really explain it too much in there, he changed the name of the place. It used to be called Fuzzy Bunnies, which is horrible, but uh, he changed it to the Church of Fuzzy Bunnies. (laughs) And they they had an ad out looking for a preacher, and when you went inside, they had Bibles, booze, and girls dancing on the thing. And somehow that got it around what was going on. And then to literally interview people, because they showed all the local news of people like, this is an abomination. Nobody believes. Who do they think they're going to go to this church? <laughs> right? And every, I'm just like, you fucking morons. <laughs> like, does anybody <laughs> think that he was legitimately starting a church? And their <laughs> and their old lady's like, no one's ever going to go. They're never going to go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I think people will go. <laughs> I would go to that place. <laughs> and I know Ian would come with me. <laughs> That's likely, yes. <laughs> Read some scripture and have some bourbon. <laughs> so strange. <laughs> nice. Uh, so I mentioned this in the beginning. Mm. Former Fox News contributor Keith Ablo, who's, I don't know, known for spreading anti-LGBTQ pseudoscience. He's an expert on body language as well. Just so you know. uh, okay, <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, he later had his license revoked by the state of Massachusetts. He's in the middle of lawsuits for sexual exploitation of patients. His house was just raided by the DEA. Uh, there are pictures of the <laughs> DEA raiding his house. So you asked if he was in jail. I, I can't say yes and I can't say no at the very moment. Oh, this is so great. Drug Enforcement Agency. Interesting. Yes. <laughs> so he's doing well since he has left Fox News. <laughs> Trump, is Trump giving him the Medal of Freedom soon? Oh, my God. <laughs> Or whatever it is, freedom of honor, whatever the fuck it is. Medal of <laughs> yeah, the Medal of Freedom. But I yeah, it probably it's probably on the way. He he'll get a pardon and then the Medal of Freedom and a nice pat on the back at the White House. Do you know where Keith Abelow got his start? I do not. Howard Stern. Oh, huh. did he? Yep. They used to bring him on. I think when he first started at Sirius as like the psychology expert to come in and like. You know, like, what's wrong with Gary? And Dr. Keith would come in or he would, like, try to counsel Howard and his wife. There was all kinds of shit that he would come on for and shit like that. And, you know, he seemed like, you know, like a rich uh, psychologist or whatever. Kind of like the Michael Avenatti of the mental health care industry. And then all of a sudden he was just on Fox News all the time. Like, he parlayed that into Fox News as the expert on everything. I swear to God, there's a clip of him, like – stating that he can read body language and he was looking at Obama and, and he could tell he was lying or something like that. It's all kinds of dumb shit. Huh. Fucking, huh. For what will people not do for money? You'll fuck Harvey Weinstein. You'll <laughs> fucking go on Fox News. Oh, that, that reaction was correct. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. I mean, yeah, I mean, listen, I was looking at him today with those news reports and I'm like, ugh. Just for an acting career? I don't know. <laughs> and then yeah. I was like, man, eh, Ian dropped to his knees. Put me in the next Quentin would. Tarantino movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people, people will do anything for money. An, an individual may not do anything, but people in general, you can get anything done for money. I know. It's yep. like it's it's insane what people want to do to become famous and rich. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Insane. I wanted to mention uh, PBS has aired a documentary on the Ark Encounter, the fake history museum amusement park money pit. Uh, The documentary is called We Believe in Dinosaurs. I don't suppose anybody saw it. I have not. I'll watch it if if I can see it floating around. Yeah. Yeah. I I haven't had a chance yet either. Uh, There was an article, I'm just going to run through a few things. There was an article on some Amish communities that uh, focused on sexual abuse within the Amish communities. It's pretty much the same as the Catholic Church. I just wanted to mention somehow the whole sexual abuse thing is not, it's not just a Catholic thing. It's a 
you have some sort of religious authority, this sort of shit is going to happen apparently. Right. Um, and it's it's really bad in the Amish community because they're so secluded. The people don't have any anywhere to go. Uh, right. They're threatened with excommunication from the, their own community, not just you know a church. Well, not just the their, community, their family. They're the, yeah the, completely I mean, excommunicated. The religion is everything. So yeah. um, that surprised me, and then I was angry because I don't know why I was surprised. <laughs> You you look at them and you think they're innocent, innocent, you know, sweet, honest people, and nope. So I'm sure some of them are, but nope. They're just normal people with funky haircuts <laughs> and old timey clothes. So uh, any position of power will corrupt the person. Is what you're saying? Hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Pretty much. The other thing that I have, I didn't, I didn't have the details on this, but once again, the Jewish circumcision process got into the newsfeed. Um, I don't know if you had anything specific on it, Jared, but I know that the the whole. Well, why are you asking me? Because I'm a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you posted it in the file. Mm-hmm. But I know that it's uh, it's to do with the the fact that the um, what are they called? Moyles. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yes. When when they do the circumcision, they actually remove the skin with their teeth. Blah! No, that's not what it is. Oh, that well, there was there was a story about that happening, and it was passing for years. Over. For years, I had heard that rumor as well. Well, I've seen that. I've seen images of it, so it, oh, it definitely can. Are they happen. doing it in Israel so, or are they doing it here in the U.S.? Oh, I had heard that uh, the rumor was that uh, that they would put like Manischewitz in their mouth and then suck on the infant's wiener to dull the, to dull the pain. <laughs> It's all just so wrong. Okay, but I mean, Every listen. part it, of that is horrible. Okay, yeah. but it's even weirder because this is about uh, stopping blood flow. Like to like when they make the cut to okay. stop the blood. Again, it seems like some weird tradition from like 3,000 years ago when people didn't understand how medical shit worked. Yeah. Well, and cleanliness that, was an issue. I mean, that's the whole point of a circumcision is a cleanliness issue. Just, we've got soap. Stop it. Jesus right, Christ. but they put leeches on people back then too, so yeah. they're probably like, "Well, the cleanest thing is the Moyle's mouth, so let him clean." You know, whatever the whatever fucking archaic shit they were doing back then. <laughs> I don't they mean just to laugh at you, let, Ian, but <laughs> we're losing really upsetting, yeah. and they just can't seem to let go of it now for some reason. Right? We got eight, we got bandages, band aids, shit, antiseptic. Yeah. Thank God I didn't have a br- I I never had a breast, by the way. In case anybody was wondering, <laughs> I got snipped right at the moment of my. Birth. At the hospital, yeah. yeah, yeah, like a normal person. <laughs> Apparently, the major thing with this is the babies are being infected with herpes, uh, the simplex virus type one, and at that stage of development, herpes can cause brain damage and and other lifelong disabilities. So it's exceptionally dangerous. Mm. I don't know if you had anything what are else. These, to, to... What are these dirty moils doing that they're giving these kids herpes? Was herpes simplex one? Is that the one that gives you cold sores? I believe so. But uh, so I think it's that I mean uh, cold sores. A lot of people have them. That's not nothing serious. But a, but an infant is susceptible to complications. Well, also herpes sits in your system forever. You right. get flare ups. You don't get right. You, uh, you never get rid of it. It's always there. So so they must have herpes, right? But uh, do they just have the cold sore type of herpes though? That's still herpes. Sure. My understanding <laughs> is yes. But that's, you know, a, a lesion three times a year on the side of your lip. It's not, you know, a, a, an outbreak <laughs> in your nether regions. Well, there's – well, there's – I don't fucking know. There's different types. It's, gr- it's yeah. gross. Not, Stop I sucking on kids' article. I, I'm not understanding where Karen's going. Can you elaborate, please? I don't know what type of herpes was transmitted to the babies. That's all. Which type makes it no big deal? Neither. Neither. <laughs> that's, I think, <laughs> I was trying to get you asking. I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> True. Okay. okay. That's where I was lost. <laughs> sure. The kids only got the oh, cold sore one. It's type one. <laughs> oh, that's great. Saul go get circumcised. <laughs> All right. I'm going to hit some state news real quick here. Kentucky man was awarded $150,000 after he was denied a license plate that read, I'm God. <laughs> Which, that's, uh. I love the picture, by the way. He's he's there with the license plate. It says "I'm God," and below it, the license plate says, "As they all do, one nation under God." <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a quick payday. Good for him. Yeah, yeah exactly. I have a quick I have a quick question. Mm-hmm. The Judeo Christian God has a name, right? Yahweh. Yes, to some. Right. 
So by saying I'm God doesn't necessarily like I I think that all these people just assume when you say God that they're talking about their God. Mm. So what the fuck difference does it make? I hope that's what the argument he used. <laughs> I think the argument was specifically what well, was Freedom from Religion Foundation. They argued that uh, to allow such plates as I'm for God and love God, but they rejected I'm God. It belies a viewpoint of neutrality. Regardless, um, they said it was unreasonable and uh, impermissible uh, because it was against his First Amendment rights. And uh, yeah, they won, and he won $150,715.50 in attorney's fees, as well as $491 in litigation costs. Hmm. Nice. And got to use the plate? Yes. Yep. Nice. I hope he <laughs> takes a trip and goes to the Ark Encounter. <laughs> <laughs> Drives around the parking lot and doesn't give him any money. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, in Michigan, parishioners in a Detroit diocese are suing the Catholic Archdiocese for $20 million. What? Because the diocese removed a priest from his work after being after he was accused of child sexual abuse. The priest was <sighs> accused of child abuse. The diocese did so what wait, it- the outrage is because they dealt with it appropriately? Correct. Ugh. Huh. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, that's all I got on that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll see. Maybe this show will take a turn, but... <laughs> and and I love you, Ray, but... And I, I don't want to, like, wish food poisoning <laughs> on you, but the weeks that you have it are so much better for me than the weeks that you don't. <laughs> uh, I can appreciate that. <laughs> uh, let me see. Uh, oh, here's a couple good news. Uh, Pen- hometown news. Pennsylvania, <laughs> Allegheny County Council votes to restrict conversion therapy for minors. Yay. No. Oh, wow. All right. Great. Yeah. So there you go. There's some positive news. Also, the, the uh, Harrisburg Catholic Diocese, back to the Catholics again. I wanted to get it going with the Amish, just, but, you know, to, to know that it wasn't all Catholics. But uh, the Harrisburg Catholic Diocese has filed for bankruptcy on Wednesday because of lawsuits. Well, they say they said that they, they're not blaming the victims, but mm-hmm. it's the victims of sexual abuse suing the diocese Taking is the reason money. for the bankruptcy. So the only reason for the bankruptcy is to protect their funds, though, so they don't have to give them all to the victims of the sexual abuse that they right. did not prevent. Right. That is true as well. Yes. Okay. Got it. All right. Over in some world news, I saw this was – I don't know who put this in the file, but uh, it's amusing. The headline on the article is, Iceland declares all religions are mental disorders – I want to move to Iceland. <laughs> they're always getting... See, again, they're the right size. They've got uh, different parties over there, but they're all getting stuff done. Yeah. They're all close enough that, you know, you don't go spiraling too far to the right or the <laughs> left. And everybody's just happy to... However... Progress. That can't be true. Th- yeah, I just want to throw this out there. It's it's actually not true. It is on a website that is similar to The Onion. It's a satirical website. Damn it. <laughs> Didn't we have this article before... I don't remember this one in particular. I do recall something with Iceland, and we were like, oh, shit, this is a fake, fake site. God damn it, Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't catch me on this one. <laughs> uh. Uh, just so we touch on climate change, the temperature in Antarctica did almost reach 70 degrees. So wow. that's probably not a good thing. I can't, I nope. can't imagine that's normal. Yeah. And in uh, science. There is a Science. new image showing a uh, – it's in the Orion's Belt. It's a star in the Orion's Belt. Ooh. It's named Betelgeuse. Betelgeuse, Betelgeuse, Betelgeuse. Exactly. It is dimming, but the reason it's weird, because it's an old star. It's a very old star, and it's probably going to go supernova, and they're really keeping an eye on it because it'll be the closest star to us to go supernova, and we're really you know, anticipating a good light show. And uh, it's starting to dim, and they're like, ooh, maybe this is the beginning. And then they looked at the picture. It's not dimming evenly. Mm. So it's kind of it kind of looks like a ginormous sunspot, but like a sunspot the size of Jupiter. I saw so, a report recently about it that they think it might be the dust clouds. So it's it's expelling parts of itself, and it's forming giant dust clouds around it. That's one theory. And that's yeah. why the, the it's being blocked in you know unevenly is because it's dust clouds i mean it's, it's supposed to go supernova at some point in the next you know 100,000 years so mm. 
it'd be cool. It'd be awesome. But... I have a, I have another theory. Aliens move their Dyson sphere in front of it. <laughs> it didn't disappear. <laughs> no, they're moving it slowly. Ah. So they're covering up half of it right now. They okay. just parked it there to take a look at it. <laughs> I really liked it because the headline was Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. So... <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's interesting because uh, it would it would be very cool if that were to happen in our lifetime mm. to be able to witness something like that. It would it would be something that would be visible in the sky. I mean, the stars are already visible in the star in the sky, yep. so it would be very interesting. I think so. that would be nice because I remember Haley's comet came by when mm. I was in fifth grade, and I didn't realize the importance of that, and was like, "What the fuck do I care?" Little- <laughs> and never never looked, and I was like, "Shit, I'll never get a chance like that again." <laughs> There's a smudge in the sky. Weird. Yeah, this would be as bright as the full moon? Oh, that's impressive. That would be. Yeah. Oh, man, there's going to be mass suicides and killings and shit, and people <laughs> thinking dragons are coming back. Yeah. All sorts of cults. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> that's all right. We'll be, I'll be dead from coronavirus before then. <laughs> <laughs> that's the spirit. <laughs> yeah. One can only hope. All right. Does anybody have anything else? Nick. All right. We made it through the whole list. I think that's sure. all we've got. I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast and for those joining us tonight. I did see Dustin's message. He wasn't able to join us because he was out of the house. But, uh, hey, we appreciate the support. If you enjoy the podcast, uh, you can help support it by sharing it on social media. Uh, leave a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, wherever you happen to listen. Or uh, go to our Patreon page, uh, patreon.com slash and sign up. And you can join us live while we record. Uh, if you can't do that, you could uh, go to our Facebook page, leave a note there, or tweet to us at ProfaneArg, or you could be like Reverend Jim Bob and send us an email, <laughs> godless at profaneargument.com. Uh, also, I'd like to encourage you to check out other shows on the Soon To Be Named Network. You can find them at soontobenamednetwork.com. It's a long URL, but it, it makes sense. It flows. It's fine. Uh, go there. Check out other shows uh, that are archived, uh, other podcasts, and uh, shows for your listening pleasure. I want to thank everyone. I hear there's a wing show now. Is there <laughs> oh. a wing show? <laughs> I did hear that there was a wing on wings show. What was it? They watch wings, one an ep- one per episode? Oh, that's what yep. it is? I thought it was a Hot Wings fucking thing. Oh, they do both. Wow. Yeah, they, they eat wings, wings while watching the show oh, Wings. Oh, all right. I'm back in. I was out for a second. I'm back in. There you go. Uh, see, um, that's not enough for me. If they are listening to the band Wings while doing those other two things, you've hooked me. <laughs> oh, shit. But just eating different flavors of Wings while watching Wings, I don't want to listen to people <laughs> chew for a half an hour. That's gross. <laughs> Well, I'm oh, hoping that's so they not actually, the yeah, I thought maybe they'd do a little review beforehand, not actually eat the disgusting wings. Now I'm out. <laughs> now I'm out, Ian. You're just going to have to listen to find out. <laughs> yeah, really. We'll never know until yeah. we give it a try. <laughs> All right. So there you go. You can go to soontobenamednetwork.com and check out Wings on Wings. <laughs> uh, again, I want to thank everyone for listening. And until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night. And may your God go with you. Thank you.